Ryan Holtz is a social media and creative marketing agency owner, husband, father, DJ, global citizen, keynote speaker, and is proud to bring you the Ryan Holtz Show Podcast. you beautiful people welcome to another episode of the rhino show podcast listen 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 what a what a great episode we have uh, for you today listen i there is so much reach out and feedback and outpour from our episode that we did with dj efn from drink champs a lot of people really liked the episode and said hey it was really different kind of going over into the hip-hop culture and this is something that we really want to bring on to the show and slowly integrate in uh we love business love you know personal development entrepreneurship but super super fascinated with entertainment you know in the entertainment industry as a as a whole and i always say you know there's only a, a few types of content pillars one of them being you know entertainment the other one being education and information and we really try to capitalize on all of those and 2022 we're really going to be you know leaning in on on entertainment but also personal development entrepreneurship but you you know uh, you guys have been listening to this show you you know how I do you know how we do it. it it's it's a lot of edutainment you know we're trying to wrap really really good information in a fun uh, interactive positive uh, funky cool vibe but here's the one thing that I was going to talk about something completely different this week uh but literally I had so many messages and emails and everything uh, from the episode with DJ EFN. And again, if you haven't listened to that episode, just, you know, wherever you're listening to this right now, click back and, and go back one episode. But everybody kept bringing up the, the point of him saying polite persistence. So I asked him a question and I basically said, if you if there's two parties and this is why I think it's this this concept of polite persistence is so applicable because it doesn't matter whether it's a professional relationship or a personal relationship. When we go and we initiate any kind of contact with uh, somebody, there has to be kind of a value exchange. So let's just take it on like the celebrity style aspect. If we want to, let's say, attract the attention of say like a celebrity or a big time name, uh, and let's just say we want to have them on our show or as a guest, and I'm using this as an example, but let's say that you're a business owner and you're looking at maybe trying to get a client or a contract, or maybe maybe you're trying to get a talent. Maybe you're trying to get uh, somebody who is very well regarded, very esteemed, and you're trying to attract them into your world. The concept is the same. It's what value are you giving them and what value are they bringing you? And I'm very fascinated on the subject of how can we you know, even become valuable to somebody who's got way more valuable. Maybe they're they're massive and they got a massive audience or they've been doing their specific, you know, craft or skill for like 20, 30 years and we've only been doing ours for two. How do we, I guess the question is, how do we bridge the gap of unequivalent value in a relationship? And here's what's fascinating. So, polite persistence. So, if I want to go out and I want to get somebody and I say, oh my gosh, Ryan, you're not going to bring even a quarter amount of the value as this person that you're trying to get has. Well, the first thing I'm going to do here is I'm going to do my homework. Uh, and I always do my homework on somebody that I'm trying to, you know, get. And I, and when I first started the show, people who've been on this journey, 
you know, I always say once you bump up to five, ten percent of your game, you're in the bottom 80. So let's and what I mean by that is let's say you're playing football and you're playing high school football and then you go and start playing division one A or division one football. Well, you could be the fastest person your whole high school, but then you're stepping up into college and everybody's as fast as you are. So I always say every time you step up your game in life, you're going to be in the bottom 80 percent, meaning you know, there's people there that have been doing it before you, but they're they're just as fast, they're just as good, and now you got to work to kind of establish your name. So again, when you step up your life and you step up your game, you're in the bottom 80. Hence why a lot of people don't want to step up and don't step up their life because they know when they go into the next arena or the next challenge, they're going to have to put in the work to, to, to earn their spot there. But here's the thing. When we look at stepping up, we have to say, well, what value can we bring? So the first thing I always do is I say, if I'm trying to either establish a relationship with somebody or, you know, get a new client or whatever the case is, if I know that I'm at a disadvantage in terms of value and this person or entity is bringing way more value, the first thing I got to figure out is, is there a problem they, ex they have currently that I can maybe provide a solution for because now automatically I'm marketing myself to this person or company a lot more be a lot better uh, because I'm starting to lean in to my introduction with, hey, I can solve your problem. And people that, you know, approach and say, hey, I'd like to help you solve your problem are, are going to get a little bit more love than somebody just, that's just saying, hey, I want this. I want this. I want this. And this brings me to my second point. Do not engage or approach a situation uh, by asking for something off the top. I just, I'm a firm believer of that. Unless you're asking for something, but immediately can show that you're willing to give something or to give uh, a solution to a problem or something valuable. For example, on our show, we get hit up all the time. Every single week, I, I mean, I probably get at least, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 100 guest requests. Somebody's launching a book. Somebody's, you know, launching this. Somebody's doing this. And 98% of them are so selfish. Hey, Ryan, we really love your show. We'd, we'd love to, you know, introduce you to XYZ person. And they have a new book and this and that. And, you know, the worst is, too, when I can tell they're sending templates over, you know. Hey, uh, we really love your show with episodes. It's like, no, like, you're leading with asking for something. Now, the odd person will simply say, hey, Ryan, really love your show. By the way, I left you a five-star review. Um, and I would really like to be on your show. Well, now that's interesting because come on, let's admit it. Let's admit it. We all do have an ego. And you know, when somebody says, Hey Ryan, I love your show. And you know, I wrote you a five-star review. I mean, you're automatically saying, well, I've already given you something up front and I haven't even asked for something yet. And you know, I, I just feel like, again, it's, it's the basis of relationship building, uh, and many people say, Ryan, you don't ask for, for much from many people at all. And the truth is I don't. I really don't ask for a lot from anybody. I don't ask, I don't really ask for things a lot in general, to be honest. But what I do do is I figure out, you know, I have a sec a savings account and a checking account for relationships. And I know that there's some relationships out there that I've built that there might be a time I do need to ask. And I want to make sure that when I ask that my value has been so established with this person or company that they're like, Ryan, I will do anything for you. And people who are listening right now, you know, you have those friends where you're just like that person could call you up and at six 
in the morning, three in the morning, and you would literally bust your butt for them. And you would bend over backwards because the person has just made, you know, brought so much upfront value to your life that you're like, I will do anything for you. And I just love that feeling of giving value, not expecting anything in return and just giving to give. And, I, you know, trust me when I say that, sometimes it's, I think human nature, it's like, well, if we're going to give, what are we going to get? You know, we're investing. And, you know, I think woo-woo people out there can say, well, no, 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 you should give and never receive. No, I think we're human beings. We're primal. Like when I give something, do I want to get something in the end? Sometimes I do. Of course I do. I'd be lying to you guys listening uh, right now if I said I didn't. But I do do the self-check-in where I say, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't give to receive. Stop that. But, you know, Ryan, you know, I have these conversations with myself throughout the day all the time. You know, and I'm like, listen, my ego needs to be put to bed. You know, no, we're going to give. We're going to provide value. And we're just going to know and have faith that the universe always takes care of us in the end. And I can honestly say without a doubt in my life, oh, my gosh, you know, I've I'm, I'm I've, been, I've been taken care of times 10. And, you know, it is really just because of giving. So polite persistence, it's. How do we in our life, personally, how do we in our business, how do we in our uh, relationships, how do we politely persist to get what we want and, you know, sometimes enter into situations where we know we're not bringing even close to the amount of value as the, you know, recipient of our request automatically already has. How do we use polite persistence to maybe get our foot in the door and start building that relationship. Well, I think I've already given the answer, but I'll I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, start giving, start building value with that person, start supporting what they're doing, start uh, reading about them. It's amazing to me how people will reach out to somebody and they won't go look at their LinkedIn, they won't go look at their Facebook, they won't go look at their social media, you know, people communicate consistently who they are. They do it by how they dress, how they talk, how they walk, you know, the the, the groups and pages that they follow. We, we naturally as human beings are, are communicators. And a lot of the time it's nonverbal. You know, some of the best communication that we give as human beings is nonverbal. So I think that we have to do a great job and politely persist in really getting to know the person's uh, buttons you know, become a a study, become a professional human reader, become a professional storyteller of a human, figure out what drives that human, what triggers that human. And I think that's where we start to politely persist in building a relationship with people. Um, I think social media, even though it's social media, uh, it's became very transactional. You know, we're getting direct messages, we're getting spammed. We're getting emails. We're getting mass emails, mass text messages, mass this. And people now, it's like if you just take the time to even, you know, give a one-on-one uh, message, it's huge. Now, <laughs> I brought this uh, up to DJ EFN in the last email, uh, last episode, and I said, you know, I like to send out voice messages to people on Instagram or or social uh, sometimes, and I try to do it most of the time. Uh, if usually if it's my first time talking to somebody, I'm, I'm sending them a voice message. Now, I don't greet everybody that I connect with or, or that follows or anything like that. I, I don't uh, just off sheer time. But 
you know, I always go in every single week and be like, okay, I want to talk to some of my new followers, new connections, or go out and just give random strangers love, to be honest. And I do that through voice message. He brought up a great point in saying that you got to be careful too, because sometimes people get these voice messages and are almost scared to open it up because you don't know, you don't know what's on the other end. But, um, you know, I, I feel like for me, when I send out a voice message, it's so much better than just a text because, you know, somebody's hearing my voice, you know, and it's connecting with them and they're like, okay, this person's not just trying to spam me. So polite persistence, you know, what's the borderline of persistence and stalking and being annoying? And I think that there's really no right or wrong answer to that. But I think that if we, you know, press the button of self-awareness, we know how we're coming across this to people. I mean, we know if you're, you know, kind of being a little too much. I think you have to be self-aware and understand how you're coming across. But furthermore, pick up on other people's communication cues and style. And you can kind of feel how that person's receiving you. And I think when we communicate with people, if we kind of put our, you know, perspective in their world, meaning as we're communicating, how is this person receiving our communication? I think we're already off to a good start because we're being considerate. So I think we're going to, I think we're going to file this and we're going to pluck it on this week's episode in the stay curious series. Uh, because listen, polite persistence. I mean, my gosh, you know, I just, I heard him say that and I was like, wow, that hit differently. Polite persistence. You know, it's like, wow. Like, if people want to politely persist in interacting with me, I welcome that. Um, but again, if you're trying to get something from somebody, you don't want to give anything, or you're just being a taker in the world, expect a lot of doors to be shut in your face. That's the reality. But if you're somebody that wakes up and says, I want to build this and I want to establish this, but I'm willing to give up from value, I think you can expect a lot of doors to open. I think it will take time. I think you got to play the long game, but I think you're off to the great races. Again, hit me up on social at Reinholds1. Info at Reinholds.ca. I would love to know what you think about polite persistence. How are you politely persistent? Um, And I would love your thoughts. I love your feedback. I love to learn from you as much as, uh, you know, as much as maybe you learn from from myself and the guests that we bring on. Um, But I think sharing is caring. Knowledge is power. And uh, my friends, this is going to be one heck of a happy hour. And I'm trying to rhyme there, right? I'm trying to rhyme. But... Uh, and if you haven't smashed that five-star review button and you've listened to more than three or four episodes, I'm politely persisting to tell you that you know we've given you so much value. And if you can't take the eight seconds to leave a five-star review, I don't know. You might want to check it out. Until next week, everybody. Remember, curiosity should always be your mandate. This is the show that helps you upgrade your life personally and professionally. And boy, do we have a 2022 for you okay this is this is going to be epic 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 we have some special announcements coming up as well so stay tuned stay locked and thanks so much for being a part of the team hold squad we appreciate you keep sending the messages keep spreading the love keep sharing the knowledge and uh this is your man mr ryan holtz over and out many blessings to you much love
We're so glad you enjoyed this episode of the Ryan Holt Show podcast. Please don't forget to smash that five-star review as team hosts will love you for it. Also, say hi to Ryan anywhere on social media using the handle at RyanHoltz1. That's R-Y-A-N-H-O-L-T-Z, the number one. And if you or your business is looking to expand your brand, book a brand jam with Ryan using the link in the show notes. 